Hello, this is Daryl Castle with today's Castle Report. Today is Friday, September 21st, 2018, and on today's report, I will be talking about the war that is currently being waged for control of this nation and its people. The goals of the combatants in this war are often blurry, but the goal of the side that I represent is to preserve as much of the founding principles of this nation as possible, as well as those of Western civilization, and also the rule of law. The goal of the other side appears to be the destruction of the things I'm fighting to preserve. To this point, the war for control of the nation and the future of the nation's 330 million people is mostly a cold war, although that seems poised to change at any minute. War normally brings casualties, lots of them. This one is no different. One of the casualties is Brett Kavanaugh, President Trump's nominee for the Supreme Court. Today's report will use the battle surrounding Judge Kavanaugh's nomination as an opportunity to discuss the war itself. Please keep in mind, the real issue is not how Judge Kavanaugh treated women when he was in high school 36 years ago. The real issue is Judge Kavanaugh's conservative view of the Constitution. When he is on the bench today, a war of survival is a war of desperation. And the closer one side comes to losing, the more desperate that side will be. Both sides might respect a set of rules for, quote, civilized warfare, such as the Geneva Convention, until one side starts to prevail. Then the gloves come off for the other. Losing means the loss of everything. That side holds dear for itself and for future generations, so the rules no longer apply. Democrats have tried very hard to destroy freedom in America. I say that with some doubt, but it is true from at least one standpoint. We are no longer free to say or even think whatever we want without suffering the most dire consequences. That seems to be one of the Democrat goals then to make only expression and thought that they agree with, legally and socially possible, despite holding all the high ground in the battlefront, such as the media high ground, the education high ground, Silicon Valley high ground, and the high ground of Hollywood, they see that they do not yet control of a majority of America, and their control of America's future is weakening. This slipping of their control came about because of the election of Donald Trump and his unique opportunity to appoint two and possibly more Supreme Court justices, thus swinging the ideological scale back toward the side that elected Trump to do just that. Since there is no honest reason to reject Judge Kavanaugh, dishonest ones must be devised. Character assassination is one dishonest tactic that should be expected. After all, In war, it's quite a common tactic to use. When one has no ammunition to win a debate honestly, then one will usually resort to a personal attack against the opponent. Should we be surprised when Judge Kavanaugh has his character assassinated, his reputation damaged or destroyed by people who have no character of their own but have a lot to lose? The headline in my friend Richard Vigory's article read, Quote, Democrats ruthlessly destroy Brett Kavanaugh, end quote. Richard then went on to point out that this judge is a man of the highest honor and reputation and that all that 
has been damaged or destroyed by this groundless attack. All true. And he has also been vetted more than any Supreme Court nominee, certainly in recent years. The FBI has conducted half a dozen background checks without any notice of misconduct on his part. But now the Democrats insist that a new investigation be conducted by the FBI, which will delay the nomination vote until they have a chance to gain Senate majority in the recent elections and derail him in favor of another Ruth Bader Ginsburg or, at best, Anthony Kennedy. These are tactics of war and should be expected from this particular opponent. There are casualties in war normally on both sides. No general goes into a battle without the knowledge that some of his troops will die. For a good perspective on war, let me quote another general, an experienced general, William Tecumseh Sherman. Quote, I am tired and sick of war. Its glory is all moonshine. It is only those who have neither fired a shot nor heard the shrieks and groans of the wounded who cry aloud for blood, for vengeance, for desolation. War is hell, end quote. General Sherman spoke correctly. War is hell. This war is no different, especially with stakes this high, the survival of the nation, the rule of law. Western civilization itself are literally at issue in this struggle. Judge Kavanaugh is just one battle and a long war, but it is a very important battle that must be won. I will admit that this attack seems a little over the top, even for Democrats. It shows they are desperate and will stop at nothing to continue their destruction of America, to destroy a man of such sterling reputation on nothing but the 36-year-old claims of a registered Democrat who donated money to Hillary Clinton more than 10 times, as well as to Bernie Sanders and other Democrat radical leftist causes. Seems dishonorable, but consider the opponent and the stakes. I said 36-year-old claims because the lady thinks it was 1982, but admits she can't remember exactly. There are many questions about this woman and her story. It is not my intent to smear her, as she is doing to Judge Kavanaugh. I do know, however, that her claims don't make sense. They're illogical and full of holes. Even Senator Feinstein has admitted she is unsure of the woman's veracity now. The victim says she will not testify. <clears throat> now she says she might just testify under some circumstances. She wants another FBI investigation, which will never happen. This entire episode is fairly despicable, even for Democrats. She chose Senator Dianne Feinstein as the one to whom she delivered her anonymous letter the way the story came out, that is, piece by piece over several days. Makes me wonder who's using who here. Senator Feinstein might just see a way to kill two birds with one stone, that stone being this lady's allegations. She is in trouble, Senator Feinstein, in her re-election campaign and didn't even get the endorsement of the Democrat Party in California in addition. It's now public knowledge that for the last 20 years, she has had as her driver and chief assistant a communist Chinese spy who reported everything he learned from her chairing the Senate Intelligence Committee back to his contacts in the communist Chinese government. She was reportedly warned of this by the FBI many times over many years, but kept the man anyway. She apparently has had a reputation around Washington of being in China's pocket, so this assassination of a good man's character 
might just help to restore some status for her among the new members of the new Democrat Party. She could then at the same time possibly deny one more conservative seat on the Supreme Court. It seems that some of her tactics are for the purpose of delay until after the election, in which case the Democrats could possibly take control of the Senate. Democrat control of the Senate would mean Democrat control of the court nominee process. This smear campaign might hurt them in the long run because people will be able to see that what Senator Feinstein and the Democrats have done in their desperation is weaponize the hashtag MeToo movement, which will serve to discredit every woman out there with the story of sexual assault, whether legitimate or not. Hashtag MeToo movement has deteriorated into nothing more than an extortion racket. For evidence, just look at the recent case of Mark Cuban, Mr. Cuban, multi-billionaire owner of the Dallas Mavericks NBA team, agreed to pay $10 million of his own personal dollars to some unnamed woman's group to placate allegations supposedly made by some women who work for him. So now it's make a call and ruin a life, or at least make some money. Democrats are left scrambling on issues of national importance for after all. What would they say to the American people? What have they have never been able to achieve by convincing the majority of the American people of the righteousness of their cause. They have tried to achieve through other means, take control of the appeals court system by controlling the majority of judges on the various, various federal circuits and ultimately control the majority of votes on the Supreme Court. When you have control of the Supreme Court, in our current view of things, the buck stops there because that court is the ultimate decider. Just file any lawsuit you want in lower courts on any subject you want. Then use your free or George Soros-funded lawyers to litigate the case up the line and the Supreme Court will render a favorable opinion, turning your heart's desires into law. Once Democrat desires are signed off on by the Supreme Court, they are, quote, settled law. It's often said by our politicians on both sides of the aisle, a judge has to be willing to say that Roe v. Wade is settled law before he can have any chance of being nominated for anything. Violence and chaos can also be expected as a tactic employed in the continuing efforts of Democrats to prevail. They usually have an anonymous victim. Then she reluctantly comes forward and her credibility is established. She then has a spill-your-guts interview in a friendly to Democrat media avenue, in this case, the Washington Post. Some variety of activists, Democrats are always victims' lawyers comes forward to keep the spin going and keep the process very cloudy. The weak-kneed leadership of the Republican Senate starts to get cold feet. They pressure the president to pull the nomination. This time, I pray, the story will be different. Whatever the Democrats have to do is worth the price on this issue. It's important to them. Present false, present false testimony with no evidence or substantiation ruin a good man's life. Well, I guess that's okay. Delegitimize your own hashtag MeToo movement. I guess that's okay. What else will they invent that is deemed okay? I suppose we will soon find out, but not many things seem to be beneath them. They obviously don't mind the casualties. Finally, folks, finally, I've been pretty hard on Democrats blaming them for everything. Does that mean the Republicans are the good guys? No, 
Not at all, Republicans. Or at best, collaborating with the enemy, and at worst, they are co-conspirators. With the Democrats in enacting the satanic agenda of the global ruling elite. At least that's the way I see it, folks. Until next time, this is Daryl Castle. Thanks for listening.